On today's show, will the Dallas Mavericks make a move at the trade deadline? Sources say the Mavs are revving up for one. And we'll talk about the Rui Hachimura trade and how that affects the Dallas Mavericks and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it. Bang! It's good. And the Mavericks have won the game. If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. It don't. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. Remember, Locked On Mavs is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know what's one trade target you want the Mavericks to pursue. Somebody that you're like, oh, they got to go get Scary Terry. They got to go get Scary Terry. They got to go get Miles Turner. They got to go get somebody. Let us know who it is. Speak my language. In the comment section below. Someone told me once, if they get those two guys, they'd win the title. I don't know who it was. That guy was really (laughs) smart. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On. Time to get started today. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com. The dealing dude, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Oh, I love this time of the year. You get all just, you get your dealing. You get your dealing. It's it's such a fun time of the year. Stop trade season. Trade trade rumors. Um, I'm just here to consume it all, mm. even if it's like real or fake. I'm like, I have. A, let me think about it. You know. Hey. Um, Speaking of which, I won't say which one, but we did see Scoop B at, at the uh, AAC the other day watching the, <laughs> watching the Mavs. I'm already no blocked comment. on Twitter. I, I <laughs> How will he know? I stopped and talked to him about him. Hey, you know, uh, Nick is blocked. And, no, uh, the only one that I care about that is Nick Van Exel. You know Nick Van Exel still has me blocked on Twitter? Oh, man. We need Nick's a quick. I didn't mean anything by my name on Twitter. I didn't. <laughs> He's like, look at this guy. Look at this little white guy trying to just a fan. make fun of me. Just a fan the that's taller than you. <laughs> um, I will say the uh, Rui Hachimura trade pissed me off because, <laughs> um, you know, I have I just was just on this pod not so long ago saying I still have property on the island mm. of of Rui, and I mean, I guess the I guess for money's sake, the you know the value went up. Um, but definitely, if you if definitely if all star votes is going to be some kind of currency on your island because he's gonna he's gonna be in the top 10 by the time that the all-star voting comes around because lakers fans are just gonna keep putting him in their 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 lineups there uh, but on today's show let's get into the uh the rumor of the day we'll talk about the Rui Hachimura trade how it affects the mavericks uh what's going on with the lakers the wizards and then i have a bunch of different Rui Hachimura type deals i'm doing air quotes it's like a cheap acquirable talent that's on an expiring deal or a cheaper type contract or something that's acquirable that maybe has some upswing, maybe somebody that's, you know, an older vet um, on the, on the, the other side of it. So we'll talk about those a little bit here, but let's talk about this. Whoo. Tim Cato, the athletic, our friend, friend of the show, uh, host of the only Dallas Mavericks podcast. Apparently there's a growing sense around the league that the Mavericks will make a move and the internal signs of restlessness from key figures of the organization have become more visible in recent days. Isaac Harris, you and I have one rule when it comes to rumors and tr- sources and everything. There's only a select few people that we trust around the Mavericks. And anytime those people say something, we dissect it carefully because what they, when they say something, 
it matters. And, and the way they say things matter. Yeah. And Tim Cato is one of those guys. Um, I was waiting for, you know, Mark to reach out to Cato and, you know, text him and say it wasn't true. He says, uh, Tim McMahon is dead wrong. <laughs> Hold on. He's like, no, Hey, I'm the wrong Tim. Like <laughs> this is Cato. Uh, still, <laughs> yeah, we're banning McMahon again. Then he like keeps on going. He's like, no, you're still talking to Tim Cato. This isn't McMahon. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think they make a trade. I mean, I, I think that they're, um, you know, not fully happy with the thing. I mean, we talked about the whole like Luca thing report with McMahon and, you know, Mark got involved yeah. in all of that last week. And, you know, I, I just, I think there's a little truth to it. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But it, you know, I mean, Mark's doing the right thing about trying to, you know, say, Hey, it's, this isn't true because, you know, with Luca, you know, he, he loves his teammates, right. but right. You know, that's why he, he also went, that's why he paid that guy to take the mural down that we talked about. We're not talking about mural mannequin. No. I just talked about his work, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but, uh, but but no, I mean I, I think it, it's it's interesting, you know, to hear about like recent them becoming more um what was this phrase he used in that more there's a growing sense around the league that the Mavericks will make a move and the internal yeah. signs of restlessness from key figures of the organization have become more visible in recent days. Now, the, the young and the restless, I take that. And I, if it's key figures, it's more than one. It's not just Luca, right? It's not just Luca's the only one looking around being like, why is no one trying to help me around here? Right? Like the, the, the Mavericks themselves, you see, if you watched Mark Cuban ever watch a Mavericks game, you know, he feels this too. Like he <laughs> feels this, that this Mavericks team doesn't have enough. They, the Mavericks themselves knew this even before the Western Conference Finals run, even after the Western Conference Finals run, that they knew this team wasn't ready to compete just now. They needed to take another step forward. They knew this team wasn't it. Going into the season, it didn't feel like this team was like, this is our squad. Let's go. We got this. Like Everybody is, you know, every, we got a target on our back and we're ready for it. It was like, we got a target on our back and we know we got some things to work on and we know that we're going to try some stuff and we're going to start JaVale McGee. We're going to bring Christian Wood off the bat. Like it was just all this stuff where this team isn't set and whole. Like the Mavericks don't think that yeah. Luca doesn't think that Mark Cuban doesn't think that, right? Like all these Jason people. Kidd doesn't think Jason that. Jason I mean, Kidd definitely think, doesn't think that. That post game comment from the other night about the defense when he was really mad. He's like, yeah, well, with this personnel, uh, <laughs> you know, we have to just keep on. Cato put that in his story in The Athletic today. You know, if it's with this personnel, you've got to keep asking or demanding for those guys to play defense. It's not just the offensive end. So, like, even Jason Kidd making comments and quotes about the personnel. Like, no one is happy with, with where the Mavericks are personnel-wise right now. It's just that we've talked about this a couple times before. They don't have the assets to make moves like like a bunch of different try try this try this throw stuff at the wall and see if it it works like they don't have the luxury of being they don't have the luxury of being a blogger or a podcaster like us or somebody to just like chuck stuff at the wall and be like let me just try this and see if that works like they can they can go around and and start like saying like hey would you would you make this trade you know Sacramento would you make this trade to you know the Hornets or whoever and say that like and maybe they'll agree to it but you can't just try a whole bunch of stuff and see what happens. Like it's gotta be a move that everyone agrees on. And it's gotta be a move that moves this team forward or else like Luca's got some decisions to make in a couple years, right? Like this is a really, really tough time to be building a team. Ask the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James, ask the thunder who had 
like MVP type guys in Westbrook and Harden at one point with Kevin Durant. Like it's a really it's really hard to build a team at this point around a star that's as good as who Luca is. It's I don't think it's a matter of um if the Mavericks, you know, make a trade. It's a how big is the yeah. trade that, that this, Dallas in makes. in the season. Yeah, in the season and I think I I would push just a little bit back of saying they do have assets. It's just a matter of what do they are they going to hoard it for the summer or are they going are they going to dip into the, some of that now? Because they do have a couple first thing trade. They do have a younger piece in Josh Green. They do have expiring contracts and stuff right now, like Dwight and Christian Wood and you know Reggie. If you want them, they do have some assets to go out and and take a big swing. Not the biggest swing, but take a triple type of you know swing yeah. right now. It's just a matter of do they want to do that now? Do they feel that that much pressure? Or do they want to hold some of their assets for the summer? My point is they can't go do the Bogdanovich trade and the Miles Turner trade. And like, all right, let's make a couple different moves now. Because then in the summer, they won't have the assets to make the big move, right? We've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for who the big move is and who's going to be the help. You know, please send help from Luca. Like, he, like this is the player that has to come this summer when they get those, those picks back. They still have Josh Strain. They'll still have Jaden Hardy going in the second year. They'll have, you know... A couple, and, and a couple expirings, like they'll they'll have some some things to trade for sure, and they they have some now, but they'll have more yeah. in the uh, in the off season. Is my point. Here in a second, we're gonna take uh, take a break, but with the YouTube and uh, the YouTube comments today, leave uh leave this question or leave the answer to this question: Should the Mavericks hold their assets for the summer, or should they take a swing right now? It's a great question. We'll talk about that uh, and more of the Rui Hachimura trade coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. Yeah, NFL playoffs are here. NFL playoffs are here. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today. Get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, put down five bucks, get $150 in free bets guaranteed. Just sign up at FanDuel.com. Dot com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads, player props, all that kind of stuff. Check it out. It's FanDuel Sportsbook. You can check out the NFL lines. You can check, check out NBA. Okay, they have. Give me some, give me some NFL ones. Oh, you want, I had NBA up, but let me. I can go. Give me the playoffs. So we talked about some. We did the playoff games the other day, right? Okay, Eagles 49ers. Guess the spread. Eagles at um, home. Say Eagles by three and a half. It's only two and a half on FanDuel. Mm. That one's interesting to me. They're they're believing in Bo- in Brock sure. Purdy over there and and, and Purdy Purdy. Uh, Chiefs with a hobbled Mahomes against who day the Cincinnati Bengals who two the spread who by two Chiefs Bengals one and a half now. That's changed mm. recent. That's changed in recent days. Maybe FanDuel knows something, but if you know something, go check it out. FanDuel also go to locked on. Or go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Place your first $5 bet. Get $150 in free bets. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's keep talking about this Dallas Mavericks team. We talked about the Mavericks making a move. What this trade deadline is going to look like. Kind of a trade deadline primer. I went on a rant about the Mavericks and what they can do and what they can't do right now. Uh, but a move that the Lakers did make 
in one that we talked about the Mavericks may be doing is Rui Hachimura. He was a player that seemed to be on the way out from the Wizards. They were trying to decide, all right, should we trade Kuzma? Should we trade Rui? They're trying to make the decision. That's a pretty easy deal if you're just looking at the two players in a vacuum, like who they are and how good they've been. So they decided to trade Rui Hachimura. We'll talk about the Wizards side of it. We'll talk about the Lakers side of it. The reason why the Mavericks couldn't make this deal is because the Mavericks don't have three seconds. They have two seconds that they can trade right now. They have other seconds tied up, and they sent a couple out in the, the Jaden Hardy trade. And they have a, a one tied up because of the Porzingis first-round pick that is the 2023 first-round pick that would convey into seconds and blah, blah, blah. There's all kinds of complicated stuff. But Mavericks only had two seconds available to them right now to make a trade. That's why the Mavericks didn't make this deal. What did you think about this deal, uh, and what did you make about this Rui Hachimura deal overall? Um, I mean, I was frustrated because, you know, I still have some stock on Rui Island. I, I'm a believer in him. Of, I just want to see him in a different situation. Um, I'm happy for him going to the Lakers. My guy scores 30 points and a Wizards win gets traded the next day. <laughs> it's like, come on. Um, you know, I, I think for, a, you know, a wing like that, 6'8", you know, top draft pick. Um, I think he went seventh overall in his draft just, you know, three or four years ago. Um, or the draft after Luca, I think, you know, for him to go learn from LeBron right now and play with him. It's like, sure. I don't know what they're going to pay him, you know, and all that stuff, but for them to get him for, I mean, three seconds and freaking Kendrick Nunn, like great move for the Lakers. I mean, that's why I'm, yeah. I was frustrated by it. And I'm like, really? Like couldn't have went, you know, anywhere else. And it, it feels like, you know, I saw the Jake, you know, Fisher report today that, you know, that price point for that third, second round pick kind of, you know, was the the tipping point for him because there was you know another deal in the works about Phoenix and Milwaukee and Jay Crowder and all that. Um, you know, Jay Crowder's probably looking at it saying, I've been waiting to get traded forever. So <laughs> why can't I get traded? Yeah, I would have been so happy in Washington. Not. But no, but yeah, I was frustrated and uh I hate seeing like just a I hate seeing the Lakers of all teams. I hate the Lakers. Just get like a you know, be on the good end of a receiving yeah. Whatever. Yes. So, so for the Lakers, it's 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 three seconds, and you're like, okay, that doesn't it doesn't mean a whole lot in the aggregate. They don't give if, a crap if you have them, go for it. But what they do have is to second round picks matter. But what they what the Lakers do have now is a dilemma on Rui Hachimura. You have three months to decide how much you should pay him and for how long, <laughs> because he becomes a free agent, and then all of a sudden you have to make this decision. The Lakers. This is one thing I think that affects the Mavericks. The Lakers could have had $30 million in cap space this summer if they didn't, you know, they, they cleared out the, the Rui deal and they cleared out uh, Austin Reeves too. They didn't sign those guys to extensions. They would have $30 million in cap space to work with. Now, looks like they're going to re-sign Reeves. And according to reports, they intend to re-sign Rui Hachimura. All of a sudden, that $30 million in space is like nothing, right? That probably goes down to, well, like at least 20 <laughs> at, at least. Well, yeah, it what it tells me is we're about to see a Westbrook and and the you know the draft picks trade mm. coming because because I think that's you know one of the reasons they're holding out for that type of trades because if they you know trade Westbrook they're probably gonna get a guy that's cutting into the cap space going into the summer then they're not you know cap space players and all of that stuff so when I first looked at it, I was like okay this is a move that helps them win now but yeah. also if they want to pivot this summer and let's say LeBron says I want to go somewhere else whatever. Rui's like still a young guy that you're like, all right, we still want him on the team, you know, no matter if we're in win now mode or not. So I thought it was a great move for the Lakers. And I hate yeah. saying that. And they're probably going to make another win now, you know, move over the next you know few weeks. And then we're going to look at it and be like, they really turned Westbrook 
three seconds, Kendrick Nunn, Beverly, and some draft picks into like four solid rotation players. <laughs> that's what's going to affect Dallas. They'll do the inverse because, of the Westbrook trade that they made to the Wizards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, let's just say they do the whole Pacers thing. It's like we turn around, they have Miles Turner, Buddy Hield, Rui Hachimura, and you know another person, and it's like really compared to the scrap pieces they had before, <laughs> then it's, we're talking about they're like fighting with Dallas for one of those, you know, playoff spots. And so, yeah, I mean, right now, so right now the Lakers are 22 and 25. They are, you know, a game out of the play in. So they're like, I mean, they're right there. Uh, haven't been healthy. Anthony Davis seems like he's coming back relatively soon. It's not like it's a long way off. And so now the Lakers team is it's this, not this move doesn't like, Oh, it sures them up. But it at least adds a competent player to, or, or a, a decent player compared to what they had. I mean, like it adds something to their rotation. The upgrade from Rui Hachimura, like from Kendrick Nunn to Rui Hachimura, is something. <laughs> oh come on, God, stop! Uh, for the Wizards side, you know it's clearly a money thing for them that they want to create. You know they want to create some more space to oh. re-sign Kyle Kuzma and all that stuff. So I want to stay on the Wizards real quick. They're in town tonight in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, no KP tonight. Bummer. That is, you know he's hurt with Brad. His... Is KP gonna play? <laughs> it reminded we'll get... me of good times. Hey, can everybody tweet Brad tomorrow <laughs> on Tuesday? Everybody tweet tweet Brad on Twitter. At Town Brad <laughs> at Town yeah. Brad on Twitter with, him... with the raccoon emoji. He'll be so confused. Yeah. Ask him if KP is playing. Um, <laughs> but for them, it looks like they're just trying to create more space. They know they're not going anywhere this year, no. but create more space to resign Kuzma. Keep some of these guys. So for me, I'm looking at it saying, hey, I think there's another name that if they're just trying to shed some money on their, you know, on their books, I think Monty Morris would be a, a decent name that I would be targeting if I was Dallas to be like a third guard off the bench. Yeah, for the Wizards, this deal, I immediately texted Ed and Brandon from Lockdown Wizards, and I was like, guys, this franchise, and they 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 both responded like almost at the same time. I know, I know, like I know. They literally just made this move to cut costs so they could sign Kuzma to an extension that he doesn't want to sign with them, that he will because he's going to get that money there and he won't get it anywhere else. And yeah. so now, if you sign Kuzma to a, a, a $18 million or more deal, next season they'll be paying – Beal, Porzingis, and Kuzma, a hundred million dollars. I mean, that's like title. I mean, right there. anytime you can do they they basically rebuilt their 2005 team, but worse. Like Gilbert Arenas, Larry Hughes, Antoine Jameson. That's like the three. That's like literally. Is there any chance KP <laughs> opts out? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say KP could opt out, and then all of a sudden that changes things for him. But yeah, they have this weird team now. All of a sudden, they don't have like some like they don't really have young players that are like on the rise. Like Denny Avdias, kind of Kispert, kind of Johnny Davis hasn't really Johnny done anything. Davis. Jordan Goodwin's like okay here and there, yeah. but like they don't really have any young guys that are really waiting to like pop. Rui was kind of one of those guys they were waiting to pop, uh, and so Dan, they're kind of like Dan Gafford's like this is kind of their team. Uh, they did they basically made this deal for money reasons, which is sad on all fronts. But all right, let let. I guess we'll do that. Coming up, let's get into some other Rui Hachimura type trades the Mavericks could do. They got some other deal. They got some other names out there that I think could be a move like this that the Mavs could make. So, we'll talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some Rui Hachimura type deals. Now, what I mean by this is, so the Lakers made this trade. They traded a couple of seconds and a guy that wasn't really doing it for him. I mean, if you watched him play against the Mavs the other day, he made like a couple threes, but other than that, it was really bad. 
Uh, and he hasn't really been playable for them. And so they take this guy and they flip it into a guy that is going to play for them. That is a 40% catch and shoot three point shooter that can score 30 on a given night. That still young has some upside. They're like, okay, that's a flyer. We in the business, we call that a flyer. What kind of flyers could the Mavericks make? That's a cheap acquirable talent, maybe on an expiring deal, a cheaper contract, something on a team that isn't necessarily trying to win or knows that they can't win, right? That's that's sort of the calculus here. And I've got some exceptions here and there. Couple, okay. A couple on the Pistons that we've talked about before. Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel. Alec Burks, $10 million. He's got a team option in 23-24. Nerlens Noel, $9.2 million team option in 23-24. What are your thoughts on both of those guys? I think they both fit in Dallas. I think it would be great. Alec Burks, solid wing guy. Um, I would love to see, I mean, we've talked about New Orleans before, but I'd love to see New Orleans back in Dallas playing with Luca. Uh, just, you know, I don't think it's a world changer, but he'd be better than Javel, and which isn't a high bar, but you know, with, with New Orleans, I mean, he could play some, you know, defense, he can protect the rim. He can catch some lobs. Sure. It would be you just have like the inverse of Dwight and and Nerlens. Like, all right, which one do we which one do we want on the floor? Yeah, and then it gets yeah. Burks is the one that's really interesting to me because he's yeah he's he's got some guard skills. He's sort of a combo guard that like can handle the ball, but is you know more on the wing. That's the one I'm interested in. Ten million dollars. What can the Mavs put together to just trade off for them? Maybe they send a second. You know, like you don't have to send much off to some of these teams that are that just have these guys that. You know, what are the Pistons doing with him, right? Like they're not gonna they're probably not gonna pick up that option next year. Well, yeah. So I mean, what if Detroit said, hey, what if Detroit does trade Boyan? Yeah. And they get something back, they get a first, whatever. But the the concept of Boyan they really like. And because everything you hear about them with Boyan, they love Boyan. They love having a vet like that, like a play on the wing, hit some threes, and play with their young guys. Well, what if they turned around to Dallas and said, Hey, we just traded Boyan? Would y'all be interested in a in a Nerlens Alec Burks for Tim Hardaway deal? Tim goes to Detroit. He plays well in Detroit. We all know. Hey, remember that. the last time he played here and scored forty? Yeah, we want that guy. <laughs> would Dallas even would Dallas be interested in that? How much of Man. how much of Tim does Alec Burks bring? And then you're getting off future money. Nerlens is added to the 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 center rotation there. <laughs> the team would have a lot of centers that you're like not real comfortable playing in a playoff series. If you do that, the bullpen, it's definitely a much starters. Definitely a bullpen. I don't know how many of them would be in the pen still when the playoffs came, probably all of them, except maybe maxi and maybe Christian Wood, just because, but yeah, that one, that's interesting. Cause Tim, Tim is 17.8 million next year, 16.1 the year after that. So you get off of both of that, both of those. He fits great in Detroit too. He would fit great in Detroit next to Ivy and Cade and you know, and all that. I just I don't so think I, guess the, I don't think the the talent you're getting back is worth it. Like these are not flyer flyer well, enough. What about to the me. what about the long term money? The long term money is interesting to me, but are you when are, when are you clearing cap like meaningful cap space? It wouldn't be until it's about the flexibility, Nick. Yeah, but flexibility to do what, Nico Harrison? To get a seat at the table, Nick Angstead. Get your soundboard right. Come on, you're slacking. Damn it. I did. I deleted Come it. Come on. I deleted it. Whatever. Sorry. Sorry. All right. I'm give give me some more. <laughs> give me some more names that you got. All right. Uh, this is one you've talked about. Kobe White, $7.7 million expiring. What? that Like, 
this is similar to some other deals we've heard that they've been trying to trade him for a while. He's just out there, still young. Like this is this is the perfect Rui type trade that you could make. Like, like you got it's seven point seven million. So can we do can we do Javale plus Frank to to equal the salaries plus like a couple seconds? Would you give up that much of your doubt? No, um, I don't. Yeah, I like Kobe White. I don't know how. I I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess for something like that, sure. I mean, these are swings, right? These are these are not players that are going to like really excite you, but it's a guy that can there, can dribble and can shoot. There's an angle of it to where you say, I mean, he's an expiring contract where you're saying, all right, I'm paying a you know a second round pick. Let's say it's one second for Javale, Nick, and, you know, Nick, Frank, and uh, <laughs> dang it, do I have to host with Koo now? <laughs> we're, sending, we're sending Nick and Javale and a second round pick. I would love to host. Uh, with Koo. I'd be honored to host with Koo, by the way. Who's in Detroit? Come on. We're th- talking about sh- oh, we're talking about Chicago. Oh, I get to host with, with Hayes and Pat? Nah, I'd, that, mm-hmm. It'd be three too many. Patty D. Um, okay, my other my other one. Yeah. So, yeah, w- with Kobe White, that one's one that is like a Rui deal to me, I think. Yeah. It's the closest yeah. It's the closest one to it. Uh, and you'd get three months to decide, all right, what is this guy to us? And then you get off some of that. You get off the JaVale money and figure out. I don't know. If, I don't think Chicago does that, but maybe because they're not doing anything and maybe they want a couple seconds. Yeah. Uh, Cam Reddish. We've talked about him. The Mavs have been actually linked to him. $5.9 million expiring. This is another, like, literally a Rui-type move where you're betting on somebody that could be better in the future, taking a flyer on him. We Like, what we've said in the past and what I've said in the past, I don't think he plays on this team. Like, Kobe yeah. White probably doesn't either, but, like, I don't think I don't think a Cam Reddish-type plays on the If Jaden Hardy's not playing, then I don't think you're going to find room for a Kobe or a, a Cam Reddish to play on this team defensively. There's more of a route for Kobe White to play than Cam Reddish, though. And, yeah, Cam would be like, yeah, sweet. I'm going to get traded somewhere I can play. It's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to play. At least Rui knows he's going to a Lakers team to where outside of LeBron and AD, everybody sucks. Rui's going to start from day one, probably. (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, this is a wild card one. Romeo Langford. Oh, he's on the Spurs right. Whoa, he's, whoa. On, he's on the Spurs right now. Five five point six million dollar, uh, and he's a restricted free agent after this year. But it's a flyer. Mm, he ain't playing. No, I don't think he's playing either. But but stand on the Spurs though. I seen Michael Scotto write with hoops hype that you know he was talking about you know obviously Pirtle, but McDermott, Josh Richardson, both could be had for like Josh Richardson one second round pick, McDermott you know one maybe two second round picks. I mean, is Dallas like I think one of those you know one of those dudes could at least maybe get in the rotation. I have a whole list of guys like that after these. Next oh, okay, two. okay. So okay, my two. Oh, sorry, sorry. My two more that are you're on you're on the right track there. You're on the right track. Oh, thanks. Two man. more guys that are like Rui types, like through and through. Okay. Our old friend Isaiah uh, Roby, not really playing with the Spurs. Played really good for mm-hmm. the Thunder at certain times last year. He's twenty five, one point nine million dollar expiring, real flyer. Like I don't know. If he's playing on this team, but you're really taking a flyer, you need some bigs right now. Maybe you try him and no. maybe he goes on a little run. Nothing. Sorry, I'm out. Another one. This, according to Mark Stein, Utah is open to listening to trade pitches for anyone on the roster not named Lowry Markkinen or Walker Kessler. Oh, sign me up for a guy that I this love. Is, this is not the guy that you want, but Nikhil Alexander Walker is the Rui type trade from them. He's make he's making five million dollars, restricted free agent after this year. He's had some moments for the Jazz this year. Like that is a, a real flyer that you would take a Rui type. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a flyer. I'd be interested in that. Frank in a second for yeah, that's a, you know something like that. But 
Are you going to bring up Jared Vanderbilt? Because I would love Jared. Well, the Jared Vanderbilt one's not a Rui deal because he would actually cost you something. So with the with the Jazz guys, so we'll go to the Jazz guys now. So there's Josh Josh Green or Jared Vanderbilt. Oh, but Josh Green is our son now. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I think I'd take Josh Green, but I do love Jared Vanderbilt. I, I love Jared Vanderbilt. If you could add Jared Vanderbilt to Josh Green, then all of a sudden you have a wing rotation, like a wing cord that, you know, Dorian and Reggie up front, Josh Green and Jared Vanderbilt off the bench. Like then all of a sudden you can replicate your game plan in two different ways. But you'd have to give up a first to get Jared Vanderbilt, I think. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. You don't think so? What would you What would you have to give up then if you're the Mavs? It'd have to be Josh Green, probably. Yeah, like you have to give up yeah. something of value that you don't want to give up. This is one of our points from the first segment: is that you don't have to give up something of value for something yeah. that uh, would take away from a bigger move you can make later. Here's a couple of older types, but are kind of Rui type moves where they like don't cost a lot. They're expi- most of them are expirings. D'Angelo Russell, 20, 27 years old. He's he's older. Still kind of a swing, money wise. Like you know, the, but money wise, you get off of some money here. You get the three month swing of D'Angelo Russell to see if he can, you know, change the scenery helps him. Finally, a winning environment. My, my guy has played for the Lakers when they were bad. He went to the Warriors when they weren't good, and then all of a sudden he's he's in Minnesota where they're not good. It's like they're Minnesota could do. I mean, didn't I lose to Houston last night? Yeah. I mean, Houston's horrible. Yeah, they could do anything at the deadline. And I, I wouldn't be shocked. They could be trading off some of these guys. They need to be calling up Utah every day and saying, what do we have to add? <laughs> like for Russ, Russell, Conley, Swap, you know, stuff like that. They they, they that. desperately need a vet point guard in there. Utah would have to add money to that deal, which is kind of funny. Or they just get wild with it, and it's like some big four-way swap to where, like, Lowry goes to Dallas, Conley goes to Minnesota, Russell goes to, you know, Utah. Kyle Anderson, Tim goes to like Miami and stuff. You'd think this is a Rui deal, but he's 27 already. Kelly Oubre, $12.6 million expiring. I'm interested for the right price on that. Yeah. Obviously, I've been looking at Charlotte's roster a lot. So yeah. it's hard to put together salaries, though, that match that match 12.6 for the Mavs. Like you'd have to. Yeah, it'd have to be like Dwight, probably. Yeah. 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 You'd have to do that. Or you like you're adding assets to Davis. <laughs> that, that's that's the that's mm. what you're dealing with there. I'm not adding assets right now to no, get off. Right, of right, which is the whole point. Two interesting ones I didn't think about until I did this exercise. Tory Craig, 32, $5.1 million expiring. And campaign, your your favorite. 28 years old, six million dollars, and he's six point five million dollars non-guaranteed the next year. So essentially a non-guarantee or essentially an expiring. Is yeah, if Phoenix is like from for neither of them? Yeah, I just well, one, I don't think Phoenix is like selling. They're or not anything, selling. But. Should they? No, no. Okay. Then then you talk about Josh Richardson. He's making twelve million. So that would be like a that would be like a Dwight. And at that point, I don't know if I'm trading Dwight for Josh Richardson, even straight up. No, I'm not. Like, I, I don't think you're like as much as you as much as Dwight is not the starting center that this team needs, he's also a center that this team needs. Let me let me circle back to Monte Morris real quick. Yeah. Monte Morris makes eight uh, nine million dollars this year, nine point eight next year. So if they're trying to you know, shed some money off their books, they have DeLon Wright. Uh, obviously, they have Bill and those guys. Johnny Davis but if, in the wings. Yeah, but <laughs> but for Monty Morris, like let's just say they, they're looking around the league saying, all right, can somebody give us an expiring contract and a second-round pick or two seconds just so we can get off that money for next year? 
I'd be calling if I was Dallas. I would like him as a third guard off the bench. I think he'd be he'd be, be good. He'd be great for the Mavs. The problem is he started every game he's played. So I, I think he's too important to them. In to too important to do what? Exactly. But what are they doing? Right? Like they're building this thing that I don't know what it I don't know what it is. I don't know if they know what it is, but whatever they whatever they think it is, they're doing it. But they did just okay. get Kendrick Nunn, so maybe they can get off Monty Morris now that they've made that deal. Are you interested in Kendrick Nunn being rerouted? <laughs> I am not. I am not interested in that. But, but Monty Morris would be great. I just think you have to add stuff to get that done. Okay. But if you but if you really want to go nuts with the Wizards, can you do a Monty Morris-Daniel Gafford combo where you're like, all right, we're really helping them get off some money? Uh, because yeah. Daniel Gafford only makes 1.9. Christian 9. Wood has to be in that deal probably. Would you do Christian Wood for Monty Morris and Daniel Gafford? Plus, you got to add money. You know, and you probably have to add Woods. value on the Mavs side of it. Oh, be interesting. I think I think Gafford would be a fun fit with Luca and Monty Morris. Would Gafford and Monty third. Morris for Christian Wood. <clears throat> What's the? How much more money would Dallas have to add to it? Uh, Dallas wouldn't have to add any to it. The the, the Wizards would have to add like. Two million. Oh, because oh, okay. Because Gafford has to. It doesn't kick in. Till, he's making one point nine this year. It doesn't kick his deal. Doesn't kick in till next year. Gafford so and Monte Morris for Christian Wood. Yeah, yeah, I would do it. Because we're operating under the 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 thought that the Mavs aren't going to re-sign Christian Wood, so you got to get something for him if they're not going to re-sign him. Which, yeah, I mean, if you're not going to sign him to an extent, a long-term extension, and you might lose him for for nothing this summer. Yeah, that would be a great like. Okay, consolidation or no? That's not uh, consolation. There you go. <laughs> that was a very close word, but it meant different. It meant, close, it meant a different thing. There you go, guys. Let us know in the comment section below. Would you rather the Mavs make a win now trade, or would you rather wait for the big move? Let us know what's one player you want the Mavs to go after uh, in the comment section below. Thanks for making us your first listen today. Now make your second listen. Locked on NBA game to game. Top performances, every moment, every result from the local experts like us covering each of these games in person a lot of times. So go check it out. Locked on NBA game to game on the Locked on NBA YouTube channel or the podcast feed. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.